You're listening to locally produced programming created in KUNV Studios on public radio, KUNV 91.5. The content of this program does not reflect the views or opinions of 91.5 Jazz and More, the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Hey, hi, and hello. Welcome back to another episode of Sativa Talk Podcast, where we have blunt conversations. We like to talk about cannabis, of course, whether you are a vet, newbie, or just curious, we got you covered. And we will get into some lifestyle and entrepreneurship as well. Um, I would like to first kind of switch it up a little bit. I want to bring in my my guest here, um, the um, the Voices of Love. I just gave them that name. <laughs> um, uh, Miss uh, Zendoria, an artist. Yes. yes. How are you guys doing today? Great. How are you? I'm fantastic. I'm, I'm, gl- I'm happy good. to have you guys here. Um, happy that we were able to schedule this and get this thing going. Uh, to give you guys a little bit of background, uh, they are the founders of Forever Love, which is a, a relationship education and consultation company uh, that started by you two um, out of the recognition of a need in our communities. Now, I know um, for some people, when you hear that, you'd be like, oh. I don't think I need it. But when you actually listen to them, you know, you guys have some media on your Instagram page. Um, you guys have an event. We're going to talk about that on Thursday. You guys actually hit some points where it'd be like, oh, well, maybe I do need to change my perspective a little bit. So I'm glad that you guys took the time to come here so we can kind of break some of the things down. So today we are celebrating episode 17. Now, 17 has an important message for us. It's telling us that it's time to let go of things that are holding you back. Maybe it's a negative feeling or a limiting belief you have about yourself. This can mean an old fear or uh, old fear that's continuing to keep you stuck for no good reason. It could also be a toxic person who is keeping you from your happiness and true love. Whatever the blockage is, you got to let it go. So with that, the first question of the day, I want to ask you guys, what was a limiting belief recently? Or, I mean, even if it isn't like within the next 30 days, what was the last limiting belief that you had to uh, let go? So I'll do something. I'll do something light. Right. Um, I lost over 100 pounds. Right. Mm -hmm. And I moved back to the East Coast last year. I gained about 20, 25 back. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, coming back to Vegas, I'm like, man, I got to get this East Coast weight off me. So part of my mindset was like, man, you're getting older now. You probably ain't going to be able to drop it like you did before. Drop it like it's hot. Right, drop it like it's hot. <laughs> For real. But, but when I, you grunting when you're picking up stuff, right. drop it. Right, okay. but, then, but, then I, but then I realized, dude, you can lose the weight again. Like, mm. your age ain't got nothing to do with it. That's a lie. Just stop eating chips, mm. ice cream. Rebuke it, please. Right? All of it. All of it. <laughs> Man, just get, get back in the gym, get back on your thing. You'll be good. So, you know, because sometimes I think sometimes, you know, we limit ourselves, not just with big things, but small things also, that we make big things that are not mm-hmm. as big as we think. It's just a mentality. And sometimes we believe the lie more than we believe the truth mm-hmm. because it's easier. And and speaking of easier, tacos are way more accessible than they are. <laughs> listen, <laughs> so listen, easy. Every it's Taco Monday, okay. Tuesday, Taco <laughs> Wednesday, Thursday, <laughs> Taco Saturday, <laughs> Taco Sunday. I'm just saying, this ain't a plug, but no, I ain't gonna say it. We gonna do better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about you? All right. Um, one of my, uh, I would say, a limited belief that I've held on to and now recently let go is um, being able to build a business for myself mm-hmm. um, and not allowing, well, 
out not seeing myself for what I truly can bring to the table. Mm-hmm. So um, mm. I'm about to put a plug. Um, so mm-hmm. I have a business called Master Helper, mm-hmm. and I'm a jack of all trades. So my business is the jack jack of all trade girl. Mm-hmm. So everything that I do, I've been helping people in my life. So from hair to um, helping businesses, you know, do the little things they don't they don't need to do. Balloon arches. Nails. I mean nails. Set I mean, up, clean set up. up, clean up. Everything. All these things. So okay. drive, <laughs> right. pick up, babysitting. You know, uh, being somebody's nanny. Like all these things. Like I, I'm I'm that girl she that everyone call, calls me to mm-hmm. do. Um, building stuff like putting a bookcase together for you if you need that like Girl. that's just that's just me so wow. um I finally see myself as being that without limiting the thought of oh I don't need to get paid for it or mm. you don't have to you don't have to you don't have to pay for my services I'll just do it mm-hmm. but for myself in my mindset it's like Girl, you're you know that you can mm-hmm. and you can charge you can do these things but it's not about the charge. It's more about knowing your worth. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm at. TheMasterHelper.com. <laughs> that's pretty amazing. That's actually smart because I feel like we all like, um, I feel like that's a part of black girl magic, right? Mm-hmm. We're very resourceful. We'll yes. figure it out, yes. right? And yep. then so what well, our friend, you know, we kind of, you know, I don't say barter, but what I can do, you can do, and then we mm-hmm. you kind of switch that off. So, but nowadays it did kind of make it more convenient for us. So, you know, people aren't learning as much, which opens up yeah. that jack of all trades. So, mm-hmm. how y'all was made? How do you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's get into Yeah, we're getting into that relationship talk. Listen. You know, just, I ain't gonna jump the gun. Oh, uh, yeah, but for real though, how do you manage that? How do I manage it? Yeah, because sometimes when you're doing a lot of different things mm-hmm. at the same, you know, at the same time, it kind of feels like you grew seven hands and you're not grounded. So how do you manage? Knowing my limits, mm-hmm. knowing what I can do and knowing the things that I cannot do at the moment. So there may be, may be certain things that it may be a long project that I know that I have to work on mm-hmm. knowing that project may entail different things, minute details that I may not be able to help someone, you know, that may get in the way of me doing that, mm-hmm. um, actual project. So I just, you know, take it one day at a time and whatever a project at a time and whatever I can do in between that doesn't um, interfere with whatever I'm doing, then I get that done and learning mm-hmm. how to say no. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say that's boundaries hard, is yeah. what it sounds like. Yes. That's the hard part. That's the key no. to success. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Take a chapter out of that book. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, before we get into what people were made for and yeah. whatnot. That was just a little nugget. You that know, was just a little, a little sprinkle. A little sprinkle. We'll, pick it. We'll, we'll pick up on it. All right. Now, I want to give a shout out to my sponsor, The Business West Entertainment. They are in the business of providing entertainment on the West Coast. You can find them on Instagram at bizentwest underscore Vegas and tell them thank you for bringing NGT back to the airwaves. Now, I do want to real quick mention a couple of weed updates that's going on in the industry as Georgia has opened its first medical dispensary. Now, anyone that's visit Georgia, you know, daggone well. <laughs> that should have been one of the first places right. that were legalized. Come on. I feel like that was very strategic. <laughs> but there is over 27,000 registered medical uh, patients that's uh Willing and ready. The only flip side to that is, um, I know here in Nevada, if you have a medical card, you cannot have a concealed uh, carry license. So having to make that decision, 
I don't think it's fair, but I mean, I'm happy that some type of establishment has been open in Georgia, which means that it's on its way. And to be honest, outside of Colorado, in California, in New York, because New York has been doing a lot of crazy stuff. <laughs> I am very excited to see what Georgia does with this because there's a lot. I mean, the the culture is already there. There's a lot of people um I mean, the scammers are there, too. But there are a lot of <laughs> successful people there as well that's already kind of got their foot in the door with the weed industry. So I am ready to see some some real black excellence, like, excel and thrive in this industry. So um, got to give a shout out to Georgia for that. Awesome. And then there was a um, in California, there was a, a 20 million dollar um, institution built in regards to cannabis. So they want to um, it's an academic institution. So they want to um, start a program and teach people and, and make it a, a career decision, make it a degree decision. Um, so that says a lot. It's, it says that this industry is not going anywhere. A lot of new positions, what I feel is happening is because it's so new, no one really paid attention to, to cannabis and what the possibilities are. So now that the positions that are being created are kind of just pulled from from lack you have a business, you need somebody to do X, Y, Z. So now you created this position. Well, what does that look like? What are the qualifications? What What do they need to be taught? Um, so a lot of it is hands on. What I don't want to see is it become like a corporate thing, like everything else. Mm. And now you have to have a degree to have these positions because right now you don't. Mm. It's all about connections and your experience and you just kind of move up from that. So. Um, but I think it's cool. I'm still down. I will take a course or two. Okay. I feel like you can always learn and grow learn. in the cannabis industry. So to know about these things is important. And then also we are, they are up at, uh, what is it? Is it prom? Ooh, we, where they go and they write the bills and they veto. So I do have a couple of things. Oh, I would Carson do. City? Yeah, I mean, Reno? Car yes, yeah, Reno, Carson yes. City, yeah. So they are doing a lot of things up there and I want to bring it to you guys' attention, um, such as uh, they want to start a license. It's a pop-up license. So mm -hmm. um, versus, you know, instead of having to have a brick and mortar, uh, if they want to have a festival, they would then pay you to use your license yep, yeah. and you can sell the cannabis right on that's site. That's one of the bills um, that's up, yeah. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so um, if you guys have time, I would love to, you know, um, send you or, or, or I mean, I have your contact so I can mm -hmm. just send you the info if you can just write a letter or make a call or just make that attempt so that bill can still get pushed and move through. That'd be a personal favor because maybe yeah. that's what I want. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> that one, it feels like freedom to me because, like I said, I don't have to have that $250,000 of just money sitting. I don't mm -hmm. have to get investors. I can literally just control it myself right they and don't so, want you to control it right. exactly mm -hmm. yeah. yeah i was thinking about this jobs that right now you don't need a degree for more than likely eventually they're going to require a degree mm -hmm. because that's how they keep control over income mm -hmm. and what i mean by that is think about it for people to get certain jobs you got to have a degree mm -hmm. which means if i don't have a degree i can't get the job which means i need to go to school which is also going to cost me money mm -hmm. So I got to pay to get a piece of paper to do well in a field to make money and pay off debt. Mm -hmm. So all these jobs where you don't need a degree, the way the government controls it, in my humble opinion, is that they make, they put requirements on it to go pay money to go get a degree to say you can have the job. Mm -hmm. And that's how they corner the market to keep you financially bound. Absolutely. And then you Because they know everybody out. can't be entrepreneurs. Yeah. yeah. And you get out and you don't even, you can't even get the job. Right. <laughs> Exactly. And you're back here back selling oil. And don't be overqualified. <laughs> Should have started that. And don't be overqualified. <laughs> right. 
whatever that means. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it's a crazy game, and that's why yeah. I I really don't want that to happen in the weed industry. But I mean, it's already happening. A lot of these businesses here in Vegas, a lot of the corporations have come in and bought the dispensaries, and so the small business owners, the the independent business owners, is slim. Mm. The black ones are even slimmer. So, um, so yeah, I'll keep you guys updated on that. Now, I do want to switch gears and get back into uh, what you guys have been doing, uh, the forever love. So, I think I think it begins with this, right? When you look at a building, you'd be like, oh, somebody made that, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody built it. But before somebody built it, somebody drew it. That's what mm-hmm. blueprints are, right? When you look at a painting, you'd be like, oh, somebody painted that, right? Mm-hmm. So, the, the thing is, whenever you look at something that's made, there has to be a creator. It's the law of creation. So the question is, when you look at the male and the female and the dynamics of what they are, what they look like, how they operate, how they think, the differences, the similarities, the question is, they were created for a purpose. Mm. So my, the, the first step is understanding that everything has a purpose, right? Your foot goes on the gas pedal. The purpose of the gas pedal is for your foot to press it so that the car can go. Like, how silly would it sound to say, man, I want my elbow to push the gas pedal. That sounds crazy, mm-hmm. right? And if I got in the car, if you got in the car with me and I tried to drive with my elbow, you'll probably get out of the car. But the issue is... I wanted to just say real quick, because there are people who drive with their upper bodies, so yeah. well, it's well, possible. Well, well in, in, in the sense of, yeah, you have extensions because mm-hmm. they don't have... Lower mm-hmm. extremities, which we understand. Okay. Maybe that was a bad example. Mm. But, but, <laughs> the, knows. right, you know what I'm saying? But, I mean, but the thing is, right, the steering wheel doesn't go into the engine and be like, I want to be an engine. Well, you're a steering wheel and you have a purpose, you have a role. Um, so, where purpose is unknown, abuse is inevitable, Miles Monroe. And so, the thing is, what is the purpose of man? What is the purpose of the male? And then you have to ask yourself, what is the purpose of the female? What are the purposes of each of these genders, right? And how do they come together to succeed and make life function? So you believe that the the there are gender roles. Now, could there be a woman who I mean the the traditional gender roles be switched? Could no. the woman lead and now, the man, you know what I'm saying? Not gender roles. I believe that the male and the female both were created for specific things. Okay. To do specific things. Mm-hmm. Now, let me be clear. The male was created to be one track minded. That's why we're not as versatile as women. Facts. Majority men. Some <laughs> men are. Well, keep in mind, when I, when, let me preference it by saying when I speak, there's always exceptions to the rule. Yeah. Okay. Right? And I don't want the majority, I don't want the minority to, over, to replace the majority. Mm-hmm. The average man can focus on two or three things at a time. The average woman can do about five, six, seven things at a time, mm. right? And we just know this because it's natural. Like, it's not a bad or a good thing. It's just what it is. And so when you look at the female, um, like my wife, for example, like you said, women have the ability to do so many versatile things, which result in helping. And, and to be honest, the word help has been regulated like a cuss word or something. Like, it's mm. this terrible thing because we have this war between male and female going on. As if help is a bad thing, but the connotation is bad because of our history with it. Mm-hmm. Slavery, um, the oppression of women. So all of these things are are taking are overtaking the true understanding and purpose of what it really means. So we were talking about this this morning mm-hmm. at, at the, at the um, coffee and conversation. What we cannot do or should not do 
is change the definition of a word mm. to fit our trauma. Hmm. Right. Help means help. It doesn't mean oppressed. It doesn't mean less than. It mm -hmm. doesn't mean inferior. Mm -hmm. So we can't take the word help and try to paint it as a negative word to say, no, I'm more than just help. What's wrong with being a helper? Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with it because being a helper is actually meaning being side by side with someone to accomplish a thing. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? But because of our trauma, our issues, our pain, our negative experiences, our negative perspectives, we, 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 we create more issues and we create more drama. So long story short, the point is women were created to help. And that help is very necessary to the male because the male was created to lead. Mm -hmm. And the male as a leader has a responsibility to lead not only in the the provision, to lead in the protection, to lead in the emotional state, to lead in mm -hmm. conversation, to, to lead in communication, to lead in healing, to lead in self-control, to lead in leadership mm -hmm. means everything. It ain't no do what I say. That's not leadership. Mm -hmm. That's dictatorship. Mm -hmm. And we have to get back to the original definition of the words we use relationally. Yes. Well, when you talk about that, it makes me think of the classic man, like in the Black Panther era. It makes me think about my grandfather. Um, uh, I think that, that there's something to learn, something to take from there. So, Zendoria, I wanted to ask you this question. How do you find empowerment in, in being a wife and being helpful and being and still maintaining your independence and your own business ventures, but also making sure the family front is fine? Like. Now? Yeah. I, I love it now. Yeah. Now, in the beginning, I was like, help. Uh-uh. I need to do what you're doing. Like, I need to be <laughs> beside you. Like, yeah. beside you. Um, I had to, of course, change my mindset on looking at what does empowerment look like. Because mm -hmm. as women, um, it's been this new age of empowerment is more you're supposed to be in the forefront. This is what you're supposed to be. You're supposed to be seen and not heard. I mean, you're supposed to be seen and heard mm -hmm. versus when they tell you that most older couples or older people say that the woman should be seen, not heard type mm -hmm. of thing. But for me, um, being in being in the in a marriage beside a man that with such great caliber that he is, mm -hmm. um, I've I've found that um, it empowers me when I didn't even know it. Mm -hmm. People see me when I don't even think they're seeing me. Mm. And it just brings so much joy to know that I'm being seen mm -hmm. without even doing anything. So and but the thing I'm doing is being able to help. And that help is more of an asset mm -hmm. or more of a, um, well, help, lack of better words, because people need that. Mm -hmm. They need the help more than they need the person that's on top. Everyone, yeah. everyone needs that, you know, the little things that you can't take care of, like the help is the one to do it. You think mm -hmm. about janitors. People don't really look at the janitors, but if it wasn't for the underpaid. janitors. Underpaid. Yeah. For teachers. The, the teachers. <laughs> underpaid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like those are the ones that should be glorified mm -hmm. because they're doing the dirt that people don't want to do, but they make you look good. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, some of the movements would not have made it that far had it not been for the women mm -hmm. who were helping and yeah. assisting in every way. Those conversations you're having late at night, the one, the consoling and yeah. giving them ideas and telling them that they're going to make it and they're powerful, they're this, that, like, mm -hmm. that's us. 
So I'm going to be honest, okay, because I do talk about well my previous horrible dating history, <laughs> but it, it's getting better. Yes. I, see a, I see a light. You see it? Yeah, I do see it. I see it. Um, I, um, a friend, I mean, a guy's been a friend for maybe about six, seven years, right? So now we're trying to date or what have you. But um, one of the qualities, like, you guys were kind of tapping on it is his ability to lead. Mm. Um I, there is a bit of a a tug, right? Because I do feel like I, I understand the value of a man who has vision, who takes what my thoughts and, you know, hey, babe, I think we should do this. So, you know, take that into consideration. But ultimately, like, you know, I, all right, I see, I see what you've been doing and I can get down with that. Like now I can, you know, take a step back, right? Mm-hmm. But sometimes <laughs> there are those times where it's like, I don't want to do that. It's like, oh. Don't say that. <laughs> like, don't. I'm catching myself, right? Yeah. I don't say that loud. I'm thinking in my head, like, yeah, nah, I'm not down with this plan at all. But this conversation is much deeper than people actually want to have. And to be honest, a lot of this level of conversation is not for public. It needs to be in private rooms where people don't have anything to gain. Mm-hmm. Because the moment something is public, now you're fighting for your pride, your image, your ego, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But I'll say this part. The male was created to lead. The woman was created to help. We don't get to determine what a creator created something for. I can't tell I can't tell the creator of this microphone, I want to use it for a bat. Mm-hmm. I don't get to do that. It's created to amplify. It's not created to hit a ball. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I have to literally deal with the microphone for what it's created for. So... The thing is, even though the woman was created to help, it doesn't mean she doesn't have a voice. There's going to be times where he's leading and you're on board. And then there's going to be times where he's leading and you're like, I ain't with that. It's okay to say, baby, I ain't with that. But I trust you mm-hmm. and I'm going to rock with you. Mm-hmm. Don't, 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 don't let me down. <laughs> and he's going to honor that because... He's going to respect the fact that you're trusting him even though you don't see it yet. Mm -hmm. It's not your job to have to see everything yet. It's okay. Mm. But don't ever feel like you have to be silent just because you don't see it or agree with it. Just don't negatively demolish it Mm -hmm. with your words. Yeah. Just share your heart Mm -hmm. and love, but also let him know that you still support him. Absolutely. Yeah. I, that's why I have to be quiet. I have to take a beat, and you know, because initially yeah. I'm telling you, like, I'll fire it. But sometimes I don't want it to be delivered like that. Like, yeah. I, I want that's it good. to be delivered softer. That's good. Because um, I feel like it's received better. So, Oh, yes, definitely. So, yeah. So, in that, learning to uh, deliver how my feelings a little bit softer, I do want to kind of segue into you guys. You're having an event every Thursday. Now, it's called Marriage and Relationship Classes and Discussion. Um, now, it is absolutely free. And on the flyer, it says, whether you are single in a relationship or married, these sessions are for you. These sessions are for learning, growing, and improving as individuals as well as our relationship or marriage. I think these conversations are very important. Um, being that, you know, I've been, ah, I've been single maybe almost two years, um, very traumatic, you know, my ex was killed. And so it was mm-hmm. a lot of things and growing and reflecting. Yeah. yeah I, I appreciate it. It was, it was a lot of things that had to go on behind the scenes before I could be ready for this. Yeah. So it just, at first it was like, Oh, you want to, what you want to, <laughs> hold on. Yeah. 
But now it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So like I said, these conversations and when you guys did the coffee and conversations the first time, I was like, okay, I can listen to them. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a lot of logic. So kind of go over the event that you guys have created on Thursdays. What can we expect? Why should we come? Yeah. So Thursdays kind of began um, as a derivative of my um, company called the Marriage and Relationship University. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to do something in person because a lot of our businesses uh, virtual so a lot mm-hmm. of clients we work with virtually because it's just the, the time we live in but I wanted something in person for Las Vegas something that can build in the city um, I just think we're in a climate where it's too many podcasts saying the same thing too many podcasts just kind of giving opinions mm-hmm. too many you know social media stuff just sharing what they be- what they think these classes on Thursdays is to actually teach you and train you and develop you in the area of self and relationships so that you can have a successful marriage mm-hmm. and so that you can have a healthy relationship. This is not a man versus woman discussion debate mm-hmm. type class. This yeah. is a literal you going to school. We're going to teach you and train you how to think as a woman, how to think as a man, how to understand relationships, how to understand the dynamics of communication and, and trust and understand the effects of jealousy and, and infidelity like Mm -hmm. we're going to go really 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 deep Mm -hmm. in terms of teaching people how to do life together and how to understand relationship dynamics so that you can have successful relationships this is not going to be like a bunch of people come out well i feel like men are this Mm-hmm. And I feel like women are that. Now nah, we we cutting all that out. We we getting to the real root to make sure that our communities are changed, mm-hmm. so that people when they get married they stay together mm-hmm. and they pre- they produce a healthy family, starting from the husband all the way down to the children. Mm-hmm. And that's how you rebuild the community by rebuilding the family. Yes. And that's what we're trying to do. Awesome, I love that. So uh, with the the saying, "You are what you attract." What about it? How do you feel? Do you think that's true? Because a lot of times um, when I first heard it, I was like, there's no way. You know what I'm saying? There's no way. But you, as I sit down and I reflect and I try to think like, OK, Angie, let's see. What does this person that I've, I've interacted with, you know, on the surface, there's no way in, it, you know. <laughs> but what do they have? There's something in common. I've met this person, this personality. I've met this person before, whether it's in my childhood, whether it's somebody that I dated previously. And I just... Something I ain't learned yet, or so, you know. <laughs> right. So I'm trying to trying to work through that. It's a it's a hard reality of self. Yeah. So can I dive in real quick? I know you just go you know, ahead. You know just, I got just go ahead. No, nah, go first because I'm. You a, want I'm me to go first? Yeah, okay. You know, All I'm right. A, I'm a, All right. Yeah, I'm a turn Thank up. Thank you. I appreciate a husband. Yeah. All right. Um. <laughs> yes. Let her use voice. Right. <laughs> you are what you attract. It's like a fifty fifty for me mm-hmm. because that's, that's my wife. Ooh, that's I said mm-hmm. that. <laughs> Okay, so, yeah, I think it's a 50-50 because you're attracted to something that you want to become and you attract to things that you are. Mm -hmm. So the comfortability ones, the ones that you're, you know, who you talk to and stuff like that are the people that you actually have a conversation with, you, you know, tell all your business to. Mm -hmm. Then you attract people that where you are going. Mm -hmm. So some, some... I don't know, somebody that you may look up to or something like that, you're attracted to them or they're drawn to you in some way because there's something inside of you both that needs to grow or that mm-hmm. that iron, sharpening iron mm-hmm. type of thing. So that's how I look at it. Like, I think it's both ways where it's both, both sides that it's something that is you and then the other side is something inside of them that wants to connect inside of you and then y'all together. Okay. 
Yeah. You are what you attract, right? Just like they say, you are what you eat. It's 50% true, right? A part of who you are, you attract that subconsciously, spiritually, uh, emotionally. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we're not aware of how much our behaviors, our speech, our attitude, our demeanor attracts certain things. Um, but here's the other side of the coin. The other 50% is we don't understand the role that our image plays in everything. Mm-hmm. But it's not always who they are. It's just where they ended up. Mm. And we have to start doing a better job of separating the individual from who who they really are or what they look like. So on one end, yeah, it's true. You are what you attract. You're attracting the type of person that you are. If you're hood and you act hood and you dress hood and you talk hood, you're going to attract hood women, mm-hmm. more likely, right? But but if you're um, debonair, clean cut, suit dressing, got your business straight, you're going to attract a different caliber of woman. Um, so the combination is you are what you attract, but also the person that you are has has everything to do with how you present yourself, right? Mm-hmm. How you look, how you sound, how you talk. So it's not just a one-all. It's not just a throw it all in one box, all in one basket. There's a combination of things that play into that. So, Okay. All right. That's, I feel like everything you guys said, I feel like, okay, so be a little bit more graceful. Okay. Because I was, it was a couple. Of them. I was yeah. like, what? <laughs> How did you get here? Okay. All right. I know we're running out of time, Wes, so we got to get out of here. This has been, I feel like it just flew by. We just yeah. started. Thank you again to the Business Entertainment West for the sponsorship. If anyone would like a mention or a sponsorship, you can reach me at angiet.onair at gmail.com. I want to give a shout out and a thank you to Wesley in the sound room. If you would like to run this episode back or if you missed any previous episodes, you can search Sativa Talk Podcast on Spotify, Google Play, Amazon Music, Audible, Podcast Addict, and of course, UNLV's website. Just search for the podcast. My Instagram is Angie T underscore on air or Facebook, Angie Thompson. I want to send my love and appreciation out to you guys for tuning in and I'll see you next week.